Spanish director Fernando Turaba's previous films have included the Latin jazz documentary Calais 54 and the Academy Award-winning Belle Epoque. His latest film, The Dancer and the Thief, was Spain's official entry for the 2010 Academy Awards Best Foreign Language Film, and it was also nominated for nine Goya Awards. The Dancer and the Thief is screening as part of the Spanish Film Festival, which also includes a retrospective of his previous films. Fernando, welcome to The Casting Couch. Hi, thank you. Now, The Dancer and the Thief is about an unlikely partnership between a famous thief and a young criminal. However, for a film about crime, it contains a very strong love story. It's adapted from a novel, so I'm wondering if this unusual combination was what attracted you to the material. Yeah, what attracted me more was uh, first the relationship between the two male characters, the the, the, um, the, the expert, uh, mature uh, thief, and the young one, mm-hmm. who we can not even say he's a thief; he's just an apprentice, uh, and um, and also the 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 freedom of the narration, the who combines. Uh, drama and, and comedy and tragedy and film noir and musical and western and everything is uh, mm-hmm. I like to I like a narration who can switch between so many different tones without losing the central uh, feeling of the story because there are lots of genres in there and um, I mean we're used to seeing this I think in Asian cinema a lot especially in South Korea where they mix up lots of genres we're not so used to seeing it from European films and yet you do blend all those genres together quite beautifully yeah but um, I think tragic comedy is a very Spanish uh, kind of uh, genre and Mm -hmm. I I work a lot uh, on this uh, kind of music most of my movies a mixed uh, drama and comedy, and like life, no, because uh, there is nothing less realistic uh, than what they call a realistic movie, no, <laughs> yep. because uh, uh, people never laugh in realistic movies. Or uh, I think uh, real life is, is 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 comedy and drama and tragedy and and everything. I'm particularly interested in some of the Western imagery in your film. That came to me as a real real surprise, particularly all, all the stuff on the, the horse. Yeah. Was that something you were deliberately going for, that sort of getting the audience to recall those classic Hollywood films with the hero on horseback? Well, this, this story with the horse was on the, on the original novel, but uh, mm-hmm. we reinforced it a lot. And, and, uh, and I must say that in the movie, the horse became one of the characters of the story. You know? mm. So, yeah, I, I thought we, we de- developed a, a lot for, since the novel. And uh, I liked this idea of these uh, two outsiders, young outsiders, uh, uh, running a horse uh, around the, the old Santiago town mm-hmm. in Chile. I, I mean, there are also elements in your film which um, we probably can't really talk about until people have seen it, but there, there are moments that remind me a little bit of the Coen brothers' No Country for Old Men, that idea of fate and how cruel fate can be as well. Yeah. Um, now, since it's a film about a very, you know, an established thief who's being paired up with, with a novice... Is that why you deliberately cast a very famous actor to play the part of the thief and a, and a relative um, newcomer to play the apprentice? Well, the, the, the old actor is Ricardo Darín, who is the, the, the most famous actor in Argentina. Yep. 
and uh, maybe one of the best actors in the world. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking, uh, working with him for years. So when I read the novel, I from the very beginning, I thought it has to be him. So uh, I, I didn't offer that part to anyone else. I even postponed the shooting a couple of times just uh, for having him in the movie. It was very important for me to have Ricardo. And Abel is uh, is a very young Argentinian actor. He he was 19 when we did the movie, but he had already played in in a dozen feature movies and uh, uh, five or six TV series. So he's quite an experienced uh, young actor too. Mm-hmm. But he's not internationally as well known as Ricardo Darin. No, even if his first movie when he was 14 called El Polaquito. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, did um, uh, travel around many, many festivals all, all over the world. Oh, okay. And he, he was quite great in that movie when he was 14. Oh, fan- fantastic. We should also mention that Ricardo Darin is in the very famous Argentinian film Nine Queens, which yeah. is also about a heist, and there's a heist element in your film as well. Yeah, and Son of the Bride too, and some, yeah, some of the most famous and uh, uh, good Argentinian movies of the last years. Yeah. What about um, Miranda Bodenhofer, who plays Victoria? She's a complete uh, discovery, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she's a dancer. She She's the dancer of the title. Yeah, and mm. uh, I wanted, uh, because I needed a, an actress of uh, 17 years old, and uh, I needed to dance in the movie, so I I cast only dancers. Mm-hmm. No, and uh, Miranda... Yeah, I I met her first when she was only 16 and uh, I was not start the casting even and I thought she could be a perfect Victoria but then I did I, I did castings in several countries and uh, Spain, Italy, Argentina, Chile and then finally I, I, I came to the ballet school in Santiago and said, you, you remember I saw a girl here like one year and a half ago. She was 16. Her name was Miranda. Then she was, uh, I found her and, and uh, I did a test with her and I cast her in the movie. And uh, then I discovered that uh, his, uh, her mother and her sister are actresses. His uh, his father is a f- and his uh, grand her father and her grandmother are uh, very well known composers mm-hmm. and uh, so she belongs to an art family. Did she um, have anything to do with her own choreography in the film? Uh, Miranda. Yes. Uh, well, uh, we take um, a choreographer for the dance scene in the movie, but. Um, I wanted the choreography to be based on her improvisations. So uh, it can be believable that uh, this uh, girl, Victoria, has really made up this dance. No, yeah. So I didn't want it to be like a, a number who you don't believe, like a contemporary or very classical thing, but that you don't believe that this girl has really... Uh, May that dance. I thought that might be the case because her dancing in the film is so raw and personal and intimate. It's a very powerful moment. Um, Now, just quickly, just to have our listeners get an idea about how this film is situated, what is the significance of the Chilean dictatorship to the characters in the film? I think the the movie takes place like in 2000, approximately, Mm -hmm. when uh, there is only one thing that can... uh, 
situate uh, historically the the story is when Pinochet is going back to to Chile, you know, after has been in jail in in England. Mm-hmm. So that was March uh, 2000. But it's just an historical background. This, uh, for me, the the story is set in 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 a country who has lived uh, some years on dictatorship with a lot of. Uh, uh, people who has been killed and uh, all this stuff, no, and uh, and they are starting to in, into democracy, but a lot of uh, dictatorships things are still around. No, there history still weighs heavy on these characters, and yet there is a sense of hope, and there might be yeah. more for them in the future. Yeah, Fernando Truba, thank you for speaking to me today on the Casting Couch. A retrospective of Fernando's films and his new film, The Dancer and the Thief, is playing at the 13th Spanish Film Festival. Visit SpanishFilmFestival.com for details. Thank you again. Thank you.